Well, hello. Welcome to the second man-woman movie mini-sode. This is episode 6.5. Yep. So every once in a while, we like to just check in with people and uh, answer some questions. And we also like to take the last three movies that we watched and reimagine them. <laughs> mash them together. I thought the last one turned out pretty good. What'd you think? The last one was funny. What movies are we mashing up now? Hard Ticket to Hawaii, Step Up, and 10 Cloverfield Lane, right? Yep. A eclectic group. Not easy to put together <laughs> into one plot line. But yet, you managed. Yeah. So we're going to present that to you now, and then after that, we're going to follow up with some listener questions. Ooh. So Did let's uh, start a little, maybe, light music. Well, that sounds good. Oh. And so, without further ado... We present to you our pitch for Hard Step to Cloverfield. <laughs> the setting is Molokai Island, Hawaii. After dancing all night at a hip-hop party on the wrong side of the tracks, Donna and her two friends end up outside the Molokai School of the Arts. Donna always dreamed of being a dancer, but instead, she fell into working for The Agency, a vague government group that frequently saves Hawaii from drug dealers. <laughs> The girls break in and find themselves in a theater. After some general horseplay, which includes unnecessary nudity, they destroy an expensive theater set and accidentally release a dangerous radioactive snake that was to be used by a senior student for her final dance recital. <laughs> John Goodman, the school's rent-a-cop, catches the girls dancing. They run, but a fake palm tree falls on Donna, knocking her out. The radioactive snake escapes and slithers down the mountain. Donna wakes up in a small room. To her horror, she sees her leg is chained to a pipe. John Goodman enters and calmly explains that there has been an attack on the surface and the air is unbreathable. He brought Donna to the bunker beneath his pineapple farm. He offers Donna a pair of wooden crutches. She screams and immediately stabs John Goodman with the end of the crutches, but he quickly grabs her and sedates her. When Donna comes to, John Goodman brings her up to the airlock to see what's going on outside. Nothing appears unusual. Neither of them notice the radioactive snake sneak into the nearby barn. Uh-oh. Later, awesome hip-hop music is heard outside Donna's bedroom, followed by a clattering sound. She can hear John Goodman yelling at someone. Donna leaves the room and finds a younger man named Magic Mike. <laughs> he is practicing hip-hop dancing. Donna immediately falls in love with him, but John Goodman tells Donna that Magic Mike knocked over a shelf with a week's worth of pineapple. Magic Mike explains that he helped build the bunker, and he claims to have seen the attack. He describes a red flash in the sky. John Goodman makes Donna and Magic Mike join him for dinner like a family. Donna and Magic Mike flirt and plan to choreograph a hip-hop variety show. John Goodman warns them not to flirt or dance. When he's not looking, Donna grabs his keys. A rumble occurs overhead, distracting everyone. Donna smashes a beer bottle over John Goodman's head. She runs toward the airlock and tries to get out. John Goodman follows and begs her not to go outside. Suddenly, Roseanne <laughs> Suddenly, Roseanne Barr slams against the airlock window. She pleads to be let in and tries to get John Goodman to remember all the good times they had on Roseanne. You big, hairy, toothless, sweaty, cross-eyed Her skin appears to be deformed from an infection. John Goodman urges Donna to not let her in. Roseanne grows agitated and starts banging her head on the window. Women wrong, dark bag! 
Donna is totally grossed out and backs away. Back in the bunker, Donna starts to think John Goodman may be right. He apologizes for his previous behavior and asks Donna to stitch up the wound on his head. He tells her a series of stories of what it was like to work with Roseanne on set. Eventually, Donna, John Goodman, and Magic Mike become friendlier with each other. The three of them frequently sit in the bunker's hot tub because that's where they do their best thing. <laughs> they are even allowed to dance and they start acting like a real crew. John Goodman lets Donna borrow some sick sneakers that belong to his daughter Darlene, whom he lost. He shows Donna a picture of Darlene. Donna and Magic Mike bond through a montage of dance sequences. The air filtration system goes down and only Donna is small enough to fit through the vents into the filtration room. She resets the unit but notices a sandwich sitting on a small table. Donna investigates and under the bread is a piece of paper with the word help written in blood. She burns the sandwich and then spots another pair of even <laughs> sicker sneakers covered in blood. She recognizes them from the picture of Darlene. Next, there is a gratuitous love scene in the hot tub with Donna and Magic Mike. After the hot and steamy romance, Donna shows Darlene's picture to Magic Mike. He says Darlene is really a girl from his high school named Becky, and she went missing a few years ago. The two realize John Goodman kidnapped her and they need to escape. Donna and Magic Mike steal tools and start constructing a makeshift rocket launcher and hazmat suit out of a Roseanne blow-up doll they find in John Goodman's room. <laughs> John Goodman discovers the stolen tools and brings Donna and Magic Mike into the hot tub room. He has filled it with acid and threatens to dissolve them. He demands to know what they're up to. Magic Mike tries to take all the blame. John Goodman calls him a turkey and blows his head off with a rocket. Donna finishes the blow-up doll hazmat suit and tries to make her escape. John Goodman catches her, but in the struggle, he falls into the hot tub of acid. <laughs> Donna passes food on the kitchen table and sets it on fire. Then she rushes towards the exit. She climbs through the vents towards the air filtration room. John Goodman stabs through the vents with a knife. He grabs Donna as she makes it to the door, but suddenly the radioactive snake pops around the corner and bites John Goodman's face. The fire spreads through the bunker. Donna puts the blow-up doll suit on, grabs the rocket launcher, and goes outside. Everything is calm. Donna looks up and sees birds flying overhead. She takes off the mask and breathes in fresh air. She goes to John Goodman's truck and then spots a massive alien creature hovering over a pineapple field. The bunker explodes, drawing the creature to Donna. It spreads a green toxic gas, so Donna puts the blow-up doll mask back on. She tries to start the truck. The hovering creature uses tentacles to pick up the truck. It is about to eat Donna, but she breaks out the rocket launcher and shoots it in the throat. The creature isn't quite dead. Donna is about to become creature food when suddenly the radioactive snake appears from beneath the truck and bites the creature in the face. It drops the truck, crashes into the pineapple field, and explodes. Donna speeds away from the farm. She hits John Goodman's mailbox, which has the words, Hard Step to Cloverfield on it. Donna turns on the radio and is faced with a choice. She hears that the Molokai School for the Arts is holding a dance competition the next day. However, the agency is requesting all available agents report in at Maui to fight the aliens. The final shot is Donna sitting at a crossroads. Lightning flashes and we see a bigger alien hovering in the clouds. What does Donna decide? Credits. So um, tell us what you think of Hard Step to Cloverfield.
I think it would be a mega hit. Yeah. Personally. I do too. I think it's going to hit a lot of different demographics. So we would love to hear what you think. If that's a watchable movie. I think it's a watchable I, movie. I, I, I would give it, you know, one out of ten. <laughs> this is coming from that same guy who wrote us last time. Oh. Uh, I think his name's Chris. I think that's how you pronounce it. He writes... Since Step Up is an already a de facto Magic Mike prequel, yeah. how would an actual Magic Mike prequel starring an older Channing Tatum as a young Magic Mike wow. affect the Tatumverse? Wow. I, I think I have to reread that. Yeah, so or older Channing Tatum playing a younger Magic Mike. Okay. I think the only time that's happened is on the Wet Hot American Summer yes. series. Because they're all older now, playing people even younger. Yeah. It's all over the okay. place. So would that affect the Channing Tatum verse? I think it only helps it, to be honest. I mean, I don't, I don't think anything can really hurt it. No, it's the Tatum verse oh. is bulletproof. Oh, it... <laughs> um, he has a few more questions. Um, if you were to switch the plots of Step Up and Goodwill Hunting, would anyone notice? I, I got this one. No. <laughs> How many Cobras would you rate a date with the Tatums? Ooh. We talked about that. We did. We did. We were but I don't all know about we, the Tatum. I don't know if we put the date with the Tatums, the Datums on the Cobra scale, though. <laughs> the Tatums. I mean, I, how, how high can you go? Uh, one to five, I think, is one to five Cobras, let's say. On a scale of one to five Cobras, what do you give a date with the Tatums? A Datums. Five Cobras. Five Cobras? I'll go five Cobras. It'd probably be awesome. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the Tatums are listening. I hope so. Invite and, us over. Yes, and we'd, we'd love to come over. We'll bring a nice casserole or something. Pineapples. Pineapple casserole. Thank you, Tatums. What would you do if you had a hard ticket to Cloverfield? Would you step up or would you go hard? Boom. I'd go hard. I'd go hard. Okay, so thank you for all those questions, Chris. Now we have a new person writing in. Mi His name is Mi Mi Mickey? 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 Mickey, I think. Um, Aaron, what's your favorite movie snack? My favorite movie snack? I think mine would be, uh, Reese's Pieces. Ugh. You know, my friend, Boat, used to sneak those in because he was real tall and wore big jackets. Uh. So we had giant pockets. So we would go, when we go to a movie, we'd sneak in all our own stuff. And so he would sneak in a giant bag of Reese's Pieces for me. In fact, I think the last movie we went to together... I think he did this at Star Wars, too. He, Yeah, he did. He snuck in Reese's Pieces for me. Wow. You know what I used to sneak into movie theaters? Booze? No. No, I've never <laughs> done that, actually. Wendy's Chili. What? I used... Yes. <laughs> in college. You're kidding me. No. Wendy's Chili? I used to... Yep. Wow. Yep. So I, let's just say that's your favorite movie snack. <laughs> Wendy's Chili. That's amazing. <laughs> so, okay, Mike also wants to know what the what is the other person's favorite movie? I think he wants us to guess. Uh, I think... Oh. I think... Well, would yours be Titanic? Oh, I mean... You like Titanic. I love Titanic, but every girl loves Titanic. That's, that's a cliche answer to say, I love Titanic. But I don't know. I gotta say, that's a pretty good movie. Yeah, I don't think you'd be able to pick mine because I, I don't even know what I would pick. I mean, I, I would just say like something in the top five. What do you think is like in my top five favorite movies? Star Wars. Yes. Braveheart. Braveheart was. 
It, Braveheart's rough for me now because where the art comes from does kind of matter, I think. Okay. And Mel's just such a weird... It's an undeniably great movie. I mean, I, I'll, I won't say that it's not, but I, some I got to admit, a little bit of it was just tainted for me a little bit. Okay. Just because of Mel's weirdness. I, I'll give you a hint to one. Okay. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> Why don't you put her in charge? Uh, alien. <laughs> Aliens. Yes. I can watch Aliens anytime. Like right now, I can watch Aliens. And Bill Paxton is in both Aliens and Titanic. Bill Paxton. Little connection. He kind of is the man. <laughs> uh, how many chicken is too much chicken? Um, Do you want to take that one? I, how many chicken is too much chicken? It's wow. How many chicken is too much chicken? I thought you read it wrong. No, that's his question. That's, how many chicken is too much chicken? That's verbatim. Um, Mickey, Mike, um, I'm going to say 10 chicken. 10 chicken. <laughs> okay. There's your answer, Mike. 10 chicken. It's too much chicken. <laughs> and our last question comes from Paul. Paul writes, hard ticket to Hawaii. Is there a chance Aaron will throw Jay a curveball on an upcoming episode by picking another entry from the Andy Sedaris collection, a.k.a. the Sedaris verse? So we've talked about the Tatum verse and the Sedaris verse. Okay. Would you pick another movie from Andy Sedaris from that Girls, Guns, and G-String uh, collection that we have? Maybe. I don't know what else he's done. But if it's that general... Oh, yeah. It's, all, that, it's that kind of movie. They're all pretty bad like that. Well, they're pretty great, but pretty they're, bad. They're, they're the same, yes. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? I changed your mind. No. No? No. Darn, I was holding out hope for a minute. No. Okay, well, uh, I guess maybe I, I would have to pick one then if we were going to go back there. So, sorry, Paul. I don't think it's going to happen from Aaron's side of the podcast. Sorry. But uh, that is all of the questions we have. We hope you enjoyed this little mini-sode. Uh, we have a new episode. This would be episode seven. Yeah. Coming out real soon. And uh, I, I have no idea what you're picking. It's my pick. Yeah. And so I'm really looking forward to it. And we hope you will join us. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on all kinds of uh, those places where you get podcasts. So, And the, our site is 10wingmedia.com backslash movie. So check us out there. Tell us what you think. Give us some, fr you know, rate us on a fresh cheese to rotten cheese scale <laughs> or a Cobra scale, whatever you like. Um, five stars on iTunes would be great because that helps us out and helps other people find us. That's true. So, and ask us questions. Yes, feel free to contact us on Facebook at Man Woman Movie. Uh, write us all kinds of questions about these crazy movies. If you've seen them, if you like them, we want to hear about it. Um, we like to uh, talk to all of our listeners. So I think that'll do it for me, Jason Halls. Me also, Aaron Halls. We will see you very soon on the seventh episode of Man Woman Movie. Thank <laughs> you.